You are listening to the Soar Above Cancer podcast, episode 117, our 2020 vision at Soar Above Cancer with your host, Gabrielle and Alex. Hello, fellow cancer thrivers. Welcome to this week's episode of the Soar Above Cancer podcast, a podcast dedicated to finding the strength to not only survive a cancer diagnosis, but thrive at living one's life with cancer. So on this first episode of 2020, Alex and I are going to discuss what you should be looking for out of Soar Above Cancer in 2020, as well as reflecting back on 2019 and what were our highlights, what did we we love, our thoughts basically on the, the year that we've just penned together. And we would love to hear your opinions as well. What did you like? Who were your favorite guests on the podcast? What were your favorite topics? We'd love to hear about you. Um, as you guys all know. So let's start with our first question. It's a tough one. So what was your favorite Soar Above Cancer moment of 2019? I know I tend to cheat when I answer questions like this because I always seem to have like a couple of answers. But if I had to pick one one sort of defining moment, it was kind of the fact of something that we don't do as much on the podcast and it's straight away from our podcast in the sense that when you and I got to talk at the at the Survivor Conference last year with Young Adult Cancer Canada, and that was in May in St. Catharines. And the really cool thing about that was we got a chance to prepare sort of an idea of what we do at Soar Above, what our goals and visions are for the podcast, as well as just some of our own goals, personal goals, plans for the future in this sort of um, opportunity that we've been given and that we've been working with. So it was kind of something different and it gave us an opportunity to see if something we could do in the future is maybe more speeches or kind of gauge an audience that was willing to listen, uh, which is really exciting is kind of promoting a podcast to individuals going through cancer, cancer thrivers, even individuals that are past their current cancer treatment. And those are all the people that sort of listen. And we got a lot of positive feedback. And it was kind of exciting to spend that time. So that was probably my favorite moment. But I know maybe one or two extras I really liked one was really funny because it was actually one of the episodes that I wasn't on. It was when you inter- interviewed uh, Genevieve Stonebridge. I actually really liked that interview because it was, there's two reasons. I think one, it was a really fluid connection between the two of you. She has a lot of really good insight on mindfulness and healthy well-being mentally when it comes to going through cancer and kind of struggling. And I think I take a lot of those opportunities and ways of thinking and activities into account and a lot of them are really easy and I think a lot of people can relate and I think secondly when you listen so for myself listening to that podcast was almost as if I were a viewer or a listener myself because I wasn't in the episode so I kind of got to take a backseat approach and think okay well this is what viewers and this is what our podcast listeners actually hear on a regular basis So it gave me a lot of insight as to what to expect from an outsider's perspective. So I think altogether, it was really cool just to do more interviews, sort of focus a little bit more on different themes, and it kind of set the standard for maybe a a year ahead for us. So that's a long-winded answer, but I think there's a lot to really be excited about. Um, But what about you, Gabrielle? What What was your moment or maybe moments of last year? Well, you actually 
touched upon both of the things that I wanted to talk about. The first one being when we met and Mm -hmm. the opportunity we had to talk at the Yak Survivors Conference back in May. That was a really cool moment because we had been doing this for a long time already when we first got the chance to meet in person. We had never met each other before that. So that was really neat to be able to to get to know you in a very different way. And I think that translated into the podcast quite nicely when we came back and we started being able to have these mini conversations prior to us recording. And I think it, it created a connection that I value a lot. And I think that our listeners are also kind of tuning into. I also loved interviewing Genevieve. That was one of my favorite episodes. She has such a beautiful energy when she speaks and she has a lot of knowledge on mindfulness Mm -hmm. and that mind piece of cancer, which we all know is quite difficult to manage when you're going through this ordeal. So that was one of my favorite interviews. I also liked the recap and the opportunities I had to work with Kayla as myself, a podcaster, a blogger, but also her being a vlogger. So when we kind of recorded all these episodes for both her channels and the Zora Above Cancer podcast, uh, relating back to our experience at the Yak Retreat back in March of 2019. So those are kind of all my my highlights for this year. Yeah. yeah, it was nice to actually meet as well. And it really sets the tone, like you said, for the interviews and all the podcasts we do moving forward. And it gets us to get a good idea of what we're like and what we agree on and how we can move everything moving forward. So it was very nice. Now, when we move on to our next sort of question and topic, it's really reflecting on the partnership that you and I have developed since we've started um, not too long ago. And what does it really mean to the Soar Above Cancer community when we put these podcasts on, when we have the relationship? What do we think it means and what do we bring when it comes to our our podcast? Yeah, I think that it's easy to get lost in, oh, let's record, let's edit, we publish. And yes, we do have stats that we can see at our end of who's listening, but I don't think we take into consideration the impact that it has on individuals and on their lo- in their lives. Mm-hmm. And throughout 2019, our word was connection. And I think we were able to capture that in many different ways. And I think we'll talk about that in just a bit. Mm -hmm. One of those ways being connecting with our listeners and getting to know a little bit about what do they receive as our message. And that was really valuable for me. Just the other day, one, some, a friend of, of my family's was telling me how she was listening to the podcast and it opened her eyes to how I had lived my experience and how others might be living their experiences. So for her, it was almost, it was a new perspective on, on certain topics that we were providing to her. So that was really neat to understand that yes, there are actual people behind those numbers that we see of our audience growing. So what about you, Alex? What do you think? Yeah, I think it's a good thing you bring up and a good point is 
obviously quantity of listeners is always nice to see and the fact that we may be growing and we're reaching a lot of people and that's that's sort of a big goal as well but it is nice to see more of the quality of the impacts that we're making with our viewers when we do hear back or we have certain stories and it just shows that we're a little bit more relevant to certain people because I know a lot of why we started this was because we had all of this experience and it's good to sort of get it out there and help the next generation of cancer thrivers. I have a very similar story where someone reached out and this was only maybe a month or two ago, a friend of mine through Instagram and she had mentioned, Hey, I listened to your podcast, a few of the episodes, and I've been relaying all of the stuff that I've heard to my mom and she's going through sort of her own cancer treatments. So I've kind of given her tips and advice on certain things and it helped me give her more of a perspective of, yeah, it's a young adult podcast, but we have a lot of different opportunities to share a general demographic of cancer thrivers. I suggested some other podcasts based on things that we have learned and things that people that we have met. So it grows in connection in the sense that there's a lot of different people that we've reached. And I think it's just, it's good to be able to talk about things that were difficult at the time and could still be difficult for both of us to think back on, but that it's actually making a difference in a positive light to the people that listen. Our next question is, is in regards to our word last year, which was, if you remember back uh, January 2019, so a year ago, it was Connection, and we had done a similar interview with each other, basically. We had discussed that word and what it would mean to us this year. So how do you think that Sore Above Cancer was able to incorporate connection in its work this year? Yeah, I, it was really good having a word because it sets sort of a tone and, and, a, and a direction for us. And it helped a lot last year. What I found with connection was that, and we got into it a little earlier, there's so many different ways that connection mm-hmm. can be implied and used in the podcast. The big one, I think, is connecting literally with ourselves and some new interviews and guests on the podcast it kind of set that up for success in the future. We learned a lot about different demographics of cancer thrivers, different sort of activities that they did to stay healthy, physically, mentally, spiritually. Everyone sort of had their own perspective on things and it taught us a lot about ourselves and a lot about people that we've interviewed. And we learned a lot and we're hoping that it translated to our listeners. So I think there was the physical and sort of the the obvious one is connecting with the people that we've talked to. And I think connection with, I don't even know if it makes sense, but even just, I, I was more connected with, the podcast because we were having, um, we were focused more on every month we're going to be setting a theme, we're going to be setting a direction. We began to get a little bit more perspective of where we wanted to take the podcast. So we're connected and more in tune with what we wanted to set as a goal for the future. And I think that was a way I looked at it, especially in the later months of 2019, we began to realize we wanted to take this a certain way and bring about certain themes and bring about certain topics we haven't discussed before. And that's a connection with you and I being able to talk about that outside of the podcast and being able to connect with hopefully our listeners based off of a lot of the relevant things we're talking about. So it kind of set a good tone and it was a nice experiment that I think we're going to continue this year. So what about you? How did you find connection as a word? And do you think it helped a lot with our podcast? What was your perspective on that? 
I agree with you. I think we started 2019 with a word trying to experiment with this idea. I had read it online. It's not anything that we invented, but mm-hmm. we we were trying this out. And I think that our experiment with this word worked. Connection really seeped through, like you said, with our listeners, but also with our guests and each other. So connecting with other people living with uh, cancer, as well as caregivers, as well as just people that are interested in understanding what we go through every day. I also agree that we were able to connect a little bit better with Soar Above Cancer and the podcast and what we were actually doing. I know for me, I got a few really interesting posts that I was really passionate about the topics that I was writing. So that was another piece in which I was able to connect to a little bit deeper. I also think that I know I connected better with myself in certain ways. I have learned a lot about the cancer experience as well as what it means to be a cancer thriver throughout this year. And that's because of our listeners. That's because of a co-host. That's because of our guests. I got to learn more about myself and connect with my experience with cancer. So for me, I would just add that piece that that was a big connection Mm -hmm. kind of piece. Yeah, absolutely. And thus ends 2019 on a high note for a lot of people, hopefully, including ourselves, of course. And that takes us into the new year and actually new decade in 2020. And we want to sort of start our discussion and our journey to 2020 really with maybe what are some of our personal goals of each other coming into this year, whether that's related to the podcast, whether that's outside the podcast, what are some of our personal goals of 2020 that we can share with the listeners? Did you want to start Gabrielle? Yeah. So personal goals, I think for me on a personal level, I'm really looking at getting healthier and getting this calm back in my life. Uh, Since cancer, calm is not something that I've really known or gotten familiar with all that much. So I'm trying to learn that piece. And actually my personal word of the year is just to begin. And I'm going on this assumption that if I just begin each day, I'm not going to be able to to fail. Because you know, when you start like a practice or, or a good habit, and then one day you're not able to continue this practice, the next day, it's a struggle because you're like, Oh, well, yesterday I didn't do it. And then mm. it just kind of snowballs into you never getting back into that practice or, or that habit. So for me, begin really means that. So that's what I'm moving towards. What about you? What are your personal goals for 2020? I always seem to struggle with finding a resolution or a goal, but I think this year was a lot easier because I made them more concrete. So I know one goal I really want to do is just to write more. I really enjoy writing. I think I've gotten a lot of compliments and I know hopefully people actually mean them and they're not just being nice, but I really like writing and I find a lot of my creative juices flowing when I do write. 
And so I do want to do a little bit more of that now, whether that be just creatively and more spontaneous when I have free time or maybe start to structure it a little bit more because I tend to be a creature of a habit and routine. And funny enough, that's also something that maybe I want to change is just to be more flexible, use the time that I have that are free time and sort of make that time useful and productive and maybe more of a hobby like writing, like reading and things like that so that I'm taking advantage of all my time. And I think finally, I tend to be someone who, who I like to be social as much as possible, but I find there's times that I don't listen as much to what people say as I should. And so maybe when I go and try and recollect on a conversation I have or something that someone's really happy that they're doing or the school and courses that they're taking in university and I can't remember, and it's maybe because I'm way too focused on something that I have to do moving forward. So it's the idea of not maybe living in the moment as much as I want to. I think that's something that I've considered before, but maybe this year should focus more on. We've learned a lot about what it means to do that mindfulness and things of that mm-hmm. nature. And we've come up with a lot of ways to help that. But I think it's better because you're, you're in the present moment. You're learning a lot about people around you. You can make better connections. And I think in the end, it it just becomes a a better way to learn about yourself. So hopefully that's something that I can help with. Those are just some of the goals that that I had thought about over the past couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And what is our main goal for the podcast? And we haven't talked about it at all. No. But maybe we can just share what we think that would be one of our main goals moving forward. I like that. I think we could do a live brainstorm here. I'm sure there's so. a lot of ideas. Absolutely. And if you have any idea as you're listening to this, we would love to hear those as well. Absolutely. You can join in on the brainstorming. I love that. I know one thing for me that I, I know I mentioned a few times last year and thought, I think one thing that would be nice to do is, is promote the podcast a little bit more in the sense of, I find it hard sometimes to promote it to certain people in my life that maybe don't understand what cancer is. And maybe I take a back seat and try to focus it more on individuals who are going through cancer. And I know it makes sense, but maybe be a little bit more open and just say, this is the podcast as it is. And let's listen to it if we have the time. And if it's something that interests you, we say it all the time that cancer really does affect everybody, whether it's primary through secondary or through extended family or friends. And I think everyone has something that they can gain from us talking because I think often we talk about things that everyone can do. It's not necessarily just related to cancer. Exactly. So I know one thing exactly, right? And, and something for me is to take a step and I guess us together as well, if we can find a common ground on how to do it is promote it more, be a little bit more open about what we do, share it more and, and get that feedback as much as possible. And I think that's one of the main things. And another, another one I just, I mean, thinking of is we really started structuring themes for every month. And I think that really helped last year near the end of our, of our year around September, October. And it really helped sort of doing that. I think we found a direction and it started to give us motivation to focus a lot of our energy on certain aspects that we really haven't talked about yet. And I'm excited to sort of bring that into 2020. So those are just some of the things that I can think of. But what about yourself, Gabrielle? What are we thinking? I think one of my goals for the podcast for this year and for the blog, just sort of cancer in general, is 
touching upon those topics that we've been tiptoeing around Mm -hmm. and that we've never really addressed, but that were important to us and that we know are important to our community, but might just be a little bit more sensitive or a little bit more controversial. We're starting the year out quite well in regards to this goal, considering that we're talking about sexuality, intimacy, fertility in the next few weeks. So that's what you can kind of expect out of the upcoming weeks. But for me, it's really important that we, or I, sorry, Mm -hmm. I put those uncomfortable kind of societal pressures out of the equation so that we can really address what needs to be addressed for cancer thrivers, for their caregivers, for just people listening into this podcast because they're curious. These are topics that we deal with on the day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, it will be important in 2020. Uh, That's one of my goals. I think touching upon that piece you just mentioned is at least I've experienced once, you probably more than once with some of the retreats or some of the experiences you've had with Yak is we've had moments where we sat in a circle with the individuals that we've been with and we were given the opportunity sort of to just share our cancer story with others that are around us and have similar experiences. And sometimes these, these, these discussions and conversations, they get deep, very emotional, and it can be uncomfortable at first, but once you really open up, you can understand why everybody is, the emotions really just pour out is what I'm trying to say. And it's because it's so raw and honest. And I think for ourselves, we're really good at sharing our experiences. But like you said, there's certain topics that maybe we haven't discussed yet, but are very relevant to our everyday lives as cancer thrivers, even past cancer, even individuals who don't necessarily have cancer or an illness they still struggle at a certain age or certain part of their lives. And so I think it's time to really just discuss things that we've gone through and just be open and honest. And I think our listeners will appreciate that. I think so. I know our word of the year. Everyone is so excited to know what our word of the year is. I'm actually going to let you share it, Gabrielle, because you actually came up with it. And I just realized it like a light bulb went out in my head this morning when I realized how relevant the word actually is to this year specifically. And it was really cool, but I'll let you share it because you kind of came up with it and it was, uh, we just want to run with it moving forward. Yeah. So I think we've been brainstorming a lot of words in the past few weeks, even months Mm -hmm. in regards to our 2020 sore above cancer word. And we landed on leap and Originally, I was, I was with you, Alex. I did not remember that this was a leap year, but it is a leap year. So it is the best word I think we could have chosen for this year. But above that, I think that leap means, can mean a lot of different things. It can mean to provide some help. So like to leap up to help someone. Um, it can also mean to achieve something uh, of of importance or something rapidly. And lastly, I think to leap can mean to increase. And for me, all of these words encompassed a little bit more than growth, like, cause growth was a word that we, we had thought of for me. Leap was 
even further than that. It was growing in a way that is unexpected. It's making bounds of progress towards our goals, towards giving our listeners some information, leaps towards understanding ourselves better, like all of these things. Like, Alex, what what did you think when I first sent you that word? Yeah, leap in my opinion, is a very positive sounding word. I think it has a positive connotation to it Mm -hmm. in the sense that you like leap for joy and you leap when you're excited. It's like a really exciting word. And so I think for our ideas, leaping also can mean the excitement that we bring to the podcast, the just motivation that we have every day to actually share our stories. And I think leaping can be risky because it's a a leap is like a big jump. So we have to take a risk sometimes when we're making big jumps and that's talking about topics we haven't talked about before, trying new things, maybe coming up with different segments we haven't thought of before, being more spontaneous in some of our decisions, taking risks in that aspect. So leap is altogether a really cool word. And I think obviously relevant because it's the leap year. I think it just kind of was very coincidental, but not. it made our decision a lot easier. And altogether, I think it, it encompasses things like we talked about growth. Another word we thought of is elevate. A lot yeah. of those are along the lines of leap, but it, it wraps it up all nicely in a lot of different ways. Yep. So leap is our word of 2020. Word, and if you decided to choose a word of the year for this year, I personally really loved the experiment this past yeah. 2019. So I do encourage everyone to try it out for 2020. But if you do choose a word, we would love to know what it is. We really do. Like I'm truly interested in what your word would be. So please reach out to us with that. And you mentioned, I think the last thing I just want to see, because you picked the word begin, right? Yeah. Did you pick a word? I did. So what was your word of the year? So my word of the year actually is transcend. And the reason it is transcend is actually, I'll share a story. In 2017, February, I believe, my parents and I took a trip to Montreal. And we went because we got reached out to by a gentleman named William Brock, who is a lawyer at a company or a law firm called Davies. But in his spare time, he is an author and a photographer. So we actually put together a book called Portraits of Hope. I believe it was eight or nine years ago. And it was a pictures a picture of an individual associated with a paragraph or sort of a story that they told about their cancer experience. And he wanted to do somewhat of a sequel, but only have pictures and a single word that described the picture and described experiences. And he actually somehow reached out to me. I believe it was either through my mom was has been amazing. So she's always found ways to reach out to people. So anyways, we got brought in and my word was transcend. And I think it was just because at the time and even now, at the time transcend meant just to sort of branch out of my cancer experience, like a new person. So to just sort of step up and be a more like be a better person in some way. And this year, because I have all these little goals that I shared earlier, I want to transcend into a new person who is more thoughtful, who is more risky who likes to write more and take time for himself and sort of be more organized, but sometimes more spontaneous. So I think this year I'm excited to just kind of transcend into a new Alex and see where it takes me. And so that's kind of why I picked the word transcend this year. I love it. Yeah. 
And that wraps up our first episode of 2020. In this episode, we do a little bit of a reflection about what our favorite moments or main defining moment of 2019 was. And we reflect on the partnership that we've created and basically grown since 2019 has started and even prior to that what does it mean to our community of podcast and blog listeners and readers last year's word was connection what did that mean to us how did it mean to sort of experiment with the word of the year and how did it really work in our podcast goals moving forward and then we discussed the new year what are some of our personal goals inside and outside the podcast what are our goals for the podcast and how should we fulfill them moving forward and beyond 2020 and finally we share our word of the year of 2020 and that is leap and how does this mix with our podcast listeners and our goals moving forward and we share some of the individual words and thoughts we have moving forward to this year and we just want to wish everyone a happy new year of 2020. And hopefully we spend all of this time with you and you can grow with us. So this does end episode 117, our 2020 vision at Sorbuff Cancer. Let me tell you, we have taken a break of a few weeks because we had recorded all of our December episodes ahead of time. And being back, being able to chat with you, Alex, and being back for our listeners, it really is a surge of energy. And I'm really happy that we got to do this today. Um, so if you want to join in the fun and share your stories, suggestions, comments, or really any thought that you might have your word of the year, for example, we would love to hear about it. So please do reach out to us through the Soar Above Cancer blog, as well as our social media accounts, which are linked in the show notes as they always are. Many smiles to you. Happy New Year to all you Thrivers. <laughs>